as God intended. Let's go. And welcome, healers, to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are never medicine, but love always is. And I got to say, thank you so much for listening in today. And thank you so much for all the love we've been getting. Oh, my goodness. The questions have been incredible. The the feedback, you know, from everyone of, of what we're doing with this radio show, just so incredible. We're just so grateful to you. And I'm going to keep telling you that because it's the truth. And you're the reason why we do it. And it's just so much fun um, to do it for you, to, to be able to talk about something we love so much, you know, natural medicine, and this medicine that God intended for us all. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to appreciate for each of us that we never thought in our wildest imaginations, it would be so well received in our lifetime. We, we knew we were going to be on an uphill battle. We started on an uphill battle for many of us, um, you know, more than uh, 25 years ago, you know, you start getting into this and you start seeing that all of the little jokes that are made, the, the public perception of what we are, you know, like we're the witch doctors, we're the ones with the, the cauldron of bubbling eye of newt, you know, and all this other crazy stuff, you know, and it's like, what, what, dude, I'm just talking about herbs, <laughs> dude, I'm just talking about good, delicious nutrition. I'm just talking about moving your body. I'm just talking about getting massages, <laughs> right? And, you know, to go from that place of just being vilified, being derided, um, you know, to now we're at this place where everybody's like, oh, my God, maybe you guys were right. And what do you got to say? <laughs> you know, it's just it's a real privilege um, for us. And it's um, it's a real gift, you know, and we just want to say thank you for being that gift, you know, for all of us. So as you know, by now, I'm Dr. H and uh, make sure you listen in with me and all of my healing homies, uh, Nicola Burnett, Dr. J and Dr. Brian Artist, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Also check us out on our recorded podcast. All these go to podcasts, usually a day or two after uh, they air uh, on AmericaOutloud.com. Go to our show page, uh, Looking for Healing Radio, and that's where you can put in a question too. Um, and also you can find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, you know, just download the America Out Loud phone app and, you know, listen in wherever you may be. I mean, it's, it's pretty straightforward and we're grateful to you for listening in. We're grateful to you for sharing uh, also um, with friends and people you love about, hey, there's this great radio show and, and I think you'd be wise to start listening in. Um, so thanks for helping us grow it. You know, we, we love you. And that's hopefully that comes across in everything that we do. Um, Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by GlobalHealing.com, simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. You know, um, folks, I got to tell you, I, I've started integrating a lot of Global Healing's um, product line into our cleanses, and I'm, I'm really excited 
because we're getting great results with them. We, you know, we were getting great results before, but they just helped take us up to a whole nother level of healing because of the energetics that are still in the products to, because of the love that's still in the products, the potency that's still in the products. Um, last night, I just added in the oxy powder uh, to um, our, our detox 103 um, course. And, and we're going to play with that over the next six weeks. I can't wait, you know, to see what, how it works. Um, but it's a, it's an oxy powder that was actually designed by Tesla, you know, which uh, Dr. Group got access to and, and figured out how to make it, uh, make it work. Uh, from what I hear, it's one of their, their most popular products because it helps people go number two. <laughs> and uh, and it's got great magnesium, which we know helps people go number two. But it's the it's the quality of the magnesium that makes all the difference. It's not just any old magazine uh, magnesium is like any other magnesium. That's not how it works. So um, it's just really really cool, you know. So I'm, I I can't wait to see the results with this and see if this improves it because I'm actually cleansing right now and testing it out. Um, I got back from the conference and I started doing a cleanse and I'm in that wonderful, I'm like on day five of, of a deep, deep cleanse. You know, we use a lot of bentonite clay, a lot of psyllium, uh, a lot of kill agents, a lot of nutrients, um, you know, uh, high dosing of nutrients, uh, throughout. And we kind of show how you start putting these things in the body. And this is our detox program at the energetic health Institute, but you start, um, putting these things in the body. And you put them in a right sequence and you do them day after day after day. And what happens is your body starts mobilizing <clears throat> so much of what the cells hold on to. Ah, good, delicious, structured water. Mm, Dr. H's home brewed holy water. I'm drinking it right now. It's so good. But you, um, you start by introducing high dose of nutrients, high dose of, of herbs and, and a variety of, of them. You stimulate all these cellular pathways to start detoxing, right? Cells detox, bodies cleanse. And when cells detox, they start pushing a whole bunch of their waste that they've been holding onto and keeping out of the bloodstream. They start pushing it back into the bloodstream. So the liver and the kidneys can really filter it out and that it can be sent out via the poop or the urine or the sweat or the um even if it's light enough if it's airy enough through the breath through your exhales and what ends up happening is you know you start getting some weird tastes and your mouth things start moving around right now i'm in that wonderful wonderful um period most people uh when we're when we're cleansing get to this during their their first week of using bentonite clay um is I, i'm in that wonderful bloating period right um, where, yeah, real fun, um, where, you know, you're introducing psyllium, which is a bulking agent, psyllium husk, organic psyllium husk powder, and you're introducing that and it starts bulking in the intestines. Well, that gives the intestines something to kind of push against. And what you find, especially in the first week or so of using it, is that oftentimes your muscles around your digestive tract, so there's all these wonderful, smooth muscles around your small intestine and around your large intestine, around your stomach. And what they end up doing is they can atrophy if you haven't been eating enough fiber. And I, and leading up to the conference and the month, the month or two before the conference, I really was working so hard. I was not cooking at home 
nearly as much as well we were no we were cooking a, we were cooking at least five times a week at home we usually we always do that but it was um i wasn't really focusing so much on my broccolinis and and things with a lot of fiber in it things i really enjoy to eat um i was eating just actually a lot of uh organic uh, chicken um and uh and things like that so not no fiber very low fiber diet right and so as you reduce fiber, especially you fall into some bad habits, and I'm like everybody else, and I do the same thing, fall into some bad habits, you start reducing fiber um, in your diet. What happens is now there's nothing for your muscles of your digestive tract to push against. So they start to atrophy, right? Muscles that you don't use start to atrophy. And peristalsis, which is the wave-like contractions that move food around, start to get sluggish. And what happens with that is an increase in bowel transit time, meaning that how long it takes your, your body to, from the time you swallow food for it to come out the other end. Well, bowel transit time, it should be roughly about 14, 18 hours, somewhere in that range when it's really, really optimized. And what I started noticing was that my bowel transit time was going over 22, 24 hours. And um, how do you know that? Notice that you can do a simple bowel transit time test with organic whole kernel corn, take a little bit and then eat and you'll swallow it and see when it comes out. You time how long it takes to come out. Uh, you can do it with beets or pumpkin seeds as well. We, we it's something we do in our detox program. Well, I was noticing that um, I, I noticed that I ate some pumpkin seeds and, you know, um, and I swallowed a couple holes just to see what the bowel transit time was. It didn't, it was not good. It was over, it was around 24 hours. So now that's telling me my bowel is getting sluggish. That tells me, excuse me, that, um, really, um, my muscles are atrophying, that things aren't moving through the system fast enough. And I need to, I need to cleanse. That's one of the signs that, you know, you need to cleanse, you know, um, food, not digesting, right. Feeling a little sluggish, slow. It hasn't been. It's been a few months since your last, you know, real good cleanse. I mean, these are all things that can do it. Um, really smelly poop. You know, you go into <laughs> you go into a sporting event and you go walk into the bathroom. It's like there's a whole bunch of people here that need to cleanse. Um, you know, I mean, there, there's there's just there's there's a lot of different signs. Maybe I'll do a show on that one day because I'm just digressing right now. But um, you know, so during that first week, you start introducing. You know, the first week that you introduced the bentonite clay and the psyllium, and I'm inter and I, you know, I introduced it uh, about five days ago. Um, you start introducing the psyllium; it's a bulking agent. The muscles haven't gotten strong yet. It's going to take a, about a week or so for your digestive tract muscles to get strong. So during that time period, there's going to be you're you're still going to be a little sluggish, right? And uh, my goodness, you're going to you know, there's a likelihood that you're going to have some bloating. Uh, during that time and that's why you have to cleanse for more than a week right like you know three days of cleansing is better than none seven days is better than three days yes 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 but really what it comes down to is you know you have to give your body time to heal so i've got uh, at least two weeks of of this we'll see how my body feels i've been cleansing for two decades so you know what used to take me 28 days now i can get done usually in about 14 but we'll see maybe i need a little bit longer one you know i'll read my body and then i'll then i'll take it into a fast and i'm really looking forward to the fast in a couple of weeks um i'm so ready to do a, a fast i haven't done a fast since i think may um so it's like yeah they're gonna spend some time just letting the body like really really heal itself and get caught up um but 
take it back to global healing, we're introducing oxy powder to see how it promotes bowel movements. Uh, we've used Dr. Schultz's formula number one previously, but I'm really, really excited about taking the global healings um, moving forward uh, and, and seeing how that can work and help people who maybe start out a little constipated, right? And, and really help them move. So um, I, I would check out um, the oxy powder from global healing, especially if you're constipated. I mean, the reviews when you go to the website are just ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, it was like over 10,000 reviews online, you know, of it, of positive feedback. So just, you know, keep that, that, that usually, that usually bodes well, right? Um, but make sure if you go to globalhealing.com and put in promo code out loud um, to get what you're going. So um, all that digression, all that, that long winded and around the way, uh, we got a great show today uh, and I'm, we're going to come right back into it, but we got a great show today. I got, there was something I wanted to talk about at the conference on Saturday, but you know, they, we're pushing out folks, you know, 250 slides, right? Like I think grand total, um, myself on over two days, I published something like 470 some odd slides. Right. And, you know, and that's for 180 minutes of talk time. So you do the math right there. There's no way you're getting through it. But I, I wanted to do that because I wanted people who were very interested to be able to read. And what's so crazy about that is, is that constitutes maybe 1% of all the research we've done on, on this topic. But I didn't get to talk about um, generations of bioweapons and the way I wanted to. I didn't get to talk about you know how we let things come in and and over... And instead of being up in arms about them, because they weren't that bad, you know, um, instead of putting our foot down and saying, no, we do not want this and this, we want this out, um, it became normal. And so there's a lot of bioweapons. Bioweapons have actually been around since uh, 1945, 1948, 1950 um, in the United States. But a lot of them became accepted parts of our culture. So we're going to talk about that. I wanted to spend some time and just going, Hey, I, I want you to really get that. There's a lot we have to unlearn and a lot we have to unlearn because some of this stuff has become accepted culturally for us and we cannot allow that. We have to undo it. So there's a, a real easy thought that I, I did. I think I remember saying this at the conference. We'll see. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't watched any of the recordings. We're in post-production. We're anticipating having um, all the videos, the replays available for folks that purchased um, the event on the 25th of this month. And we are anticipating um, opening up uh, for folks who missed the event and want to want to purchase the replays uh, on the 25th as well. So it should be all set up. Everything's looking great. The AV team did a great job. Our, our editor, our video editor, post-production is doing such a great job with everything. The videos are beautiful. Um, so, um, we, we're really excited to share that with you, of course, but there were some things I just didn't get to talk about, um, just for sake of time, you know? And so I want to talk with that. I want to maybe, maybe this week and next week, cause there were like two main things I really wanted to talk about in more depth and didn't get a chance to. So I think we'll talk about them here this week and next week. Um, and, and just, you know, we, we're so grateful to you for all the love and all the support and, we're, we're just really honored to be able to, um, to bring this information to you um, and to do it with so much love that we get to 
you know, that we get to have an adult conversation about a really hard topic, but to not have it with outrage or fear, to have it based in fact and based in solutions, you know, like Dr. J would say, a celebration of solutions. Like, what are we going to do about it? Because there is so much you can do about it. And that's what I'm going to bring to the table as we discuss the different generations of bioweapons um, uh, right after, I guess, these messages. So remember, folks, uh, check us out. Um, Looking for Healing Radio every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, for natural medicine, you definitely don't want to miss. Um, we got Dr. Brian Artis, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Janice Schmidt, and of course, uh, yours truly um, talking on the mic as well. Uh, make sure if you have a question that you send it over to go to our AmericaOutloud.com uh, show, uh, show page. So go to AmericaOutloud.com, um, go to the Looking for Healing Radio show page, and you can type in a question uh, for us. And you can also give us some positive feedback too. Um, you know, we'll we'll I'll solicit for that for everybody. We love hearing, you know, things that are working or or things that you're you're doing or just, you know, how you know, just we we love a high five too. It helps us. So if you got a high five in you, we will take those too. Um, but uh just we're really grateful for you and and we'll be right back with more of that gratitude and, and the education, because that's really what it comes down to right after these messages. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. Be a part of a revolutionary new healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interests of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Right, healers, welcome back. And Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing students just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at the energetichealthinstitute.org. Holistic nutrition, fasting, detoxification, artisanal healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family and let's make tomorrow amazing starting today. Energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, folks. Um, I just was talking to my team at at 
at EHI on Monday. Was that yesterday? My goodness, the days are so long. Um, we were just talking, and and we were and one of my team's uh, members, uh, Sherry, who's on our the executive director for community welcoming, was like, "Hey, Doc, you know, even with all this amazing stuff we've been doing, um, you know, I don't think we've been talking about the holistic nutrition program enough." And I was like, "Oh, why? Why do you say that?" She said, "Well, we're getting." A lot of people who are very interested in it, but uh, I don't think people are understanding the importance of it, you know, as, as it, it kind of brings everything together and it puts you such a solid foundation, especially for people. If you're like, you just do not like your job, you know what I mean? You don't like your career path. You don't like what you're doing and you want to move over to something that actually can sustain you and make you feel good for doing it, you know, like I wake up every day and people are like, well, when are you, when are you going to take a vacation? I'm like, why would I take a vacation? I love this. I love what I do. Um, I love what I do so much. Like I feel like when I'm on vacation, I still want to work. Like that's how much I love what I do. And that's how so many, like the vast majority of our students and our graduates feel about, you know, what they're learning with nutrition. I mean, think about it like this. You get to learn how to really take care of yourself with air and water, of course, because I'm going to teach that always. But with food, this big thing, this big gray area for most people when they go, oh, um, I ate healthy. I picked, you know, some chicken off of a McDonald's menu. Yeah. Okay. No, that's not, <laughs> no, no, sweet summer child. No. Um, you know, and that that's what it comes down to. So um, if you want to have skills that are going to last you for a lifetime, and I mean it, um, that's what I do. I teach, I, I raise badasses, right? And that's what I do. I raise the bad, most badass healers in the world today. I do. I'm proud of that. And I'll say that and I'll put my, I'll put my graduates up against any graduates of any school anywhere in the world. All right. I raise badass healers. And if you want to be a badass healer, come into our holistic nutrition program, come on and study with me. We have faculty. One of the things that separates us from so many other schools out there um, is that we have the personal touch. You, every single homework assignment you submit, you are going to have engagement with a teacher that I trained, that is a certified holistic nutritionist that I trained. And you are going to, you're going to feel that love. You're going to feel that direction. You're going to feel that growth in your confidence. Um, and you are going to become a badass healer. So if you want to be a badass healer, come and study with me, energetichealthinstitute.org. All right, folks. Um, today, bioweapons. Oh my goodness, this was the this was the thing I wanted to get to, and I didn't get to in the depth I wanted to, and it was just, it's really been eating at me because I'm so OCD with this stuff, you know. And uh, but it's because it's like I want you all to get this. I, there's so many things to get, but I want you to get certain key things because then the light bulb comes on and the excitement happens and then the questions start forming your mind. And as soon as you start forming questions, you know you have moved away from being a patient and you've moved into being a student. That's the hallmark of a student is students ask questions, right? And so what I want to do is inspire you to ask those questions, to get that mind percolating, get that mind percolating to the point where you are like, oh my God, I, I have so much. There's so much here to learn. I've been studying natural medicine, folks, for over a quarter century. And I mean studying it the way I study it, like a madman, for over a quarter century. 
and what I know would fit on maybe one part of one aisle in a massive library of what natural medicine really is. You understand what I'm getting at? Right? There's so much to learn. It's it and it's an ever expanding universe of love and goodness. And it's just so much it's just so much fun to learn about it because what you learn along the way is all the ways they're trying to kill us. And I don't say that tongue in cheek. I say that as a fact that they are trying to kill us for profit, slow kill us, right? It's just like a vampire would, you know, the, where they say the best vampires, right? Don't kill their prey. They bleed them slowly and then let them regenerate so that they can keep bleeding them. That's, that's, these, that's what these parasites are, these psychopathic parasites. That's what they are, you know? And so let me get into this bioweapon thing because we're going to cover it over the next two segments, but I, I just, I, I want to, I want to bring you into, like, I want to shake you out of the fog that they put us all in. We've all been in that fog. I was in that fog before I started getting into natural medicine out of necessity, right? Because I was dying before I got into natural medicine out of necessity. I believed all the stupid commercials on TV. I believed that I believed all the dumb white coat, you know, <clears throat> doctors know all BS that they push. I believed all that nonsense, right? It's all utter garbage, you know, but how do you know it's garbage? You, you know, when you really need some help, they can't help you. You know, how do you know it's garbage? Um, they lie to you. They lie to your face. How do you know it's garbage? It doesn't work. I mean, come on, that's, that's how you know it's garbage. You know, it's, the rubber has to meet the road at a certain point. And that doesn't matter whether we're talking natural medicine or allopathic, pharmaceutical medicine, it doesn't matter what we're talking. Rubber's got to meet the road. You know, what you say that it does, it's got to happen. And if it doesn't do that, you know, if it doesn't prevent infection, if it doesn't, you know, it's not safe and it's not effective, it shows up. So we, we shared this definition, and this definition comes literally from, um, it's an expansion of what comes from Department of Defense and from um, Merriam-Webster and some of these other um, reputable, you know, repositories of, of definitions, I guess. Um, bioweapons, the use of genetically modified macro and microorganisms, plasmids, CRISPR gene drive, in one methylated pseudouridine mod RNA, transplicing, graphene oxide, quantum dots, smart dust, microsponges, hydrogels, lipid nanoparticles, other synthetic technology, directed frequency emission, and even light to deliver toxic compounds or toxic genetic codes such as venomous glycoproteins, heavy metals, and more to, that alter original DNA leading to cellular damage and or death with the intent to transhumanistically modify DNA without consent and or destroy humans, animals, plants, and or planetary ecosystems to gain dominion over life itself. Right. That's a mouthful. Okay. You got to define things. So this is, this is how we have defined bioweapons. And this is based upon how the DOD defines bioweapons specifically with uh, the intent to destroy humans, animals, plants, 
and or planetary ecosystems. This is what is in their actual definition. And so what you start doing, you start getting into, you know, we've we've talked a little of the history, you know, and I want to share a little bit of that Nazi his, history, historical timeline with you. So 1945, you know, Operation Paperclip, you know, you've heard me say this before, bringing in the 1600 plus Nazi scientist, Alan Dulles, you know, that they exonerated their extensive war crimes and then funded them and told them to continue their work on mind control. 1948, you know, we get the Federal Water Pollution Act. And where does that, the idea for that come from? It really comes from the Nazis. The Nazis had two things that they had settled on for mind control to control the world once they had won it because they knew that their military would be decimated and they wouldn't be able to keep rebellions really at bay. So what did they land on? Mandatory vaccination and, and water treatment facilities. So 1948, what comes up three years after we bring these Nazis into our country, water treatment facilities are created under the water, uh, Federal Water Pollution Act, which seized control of all waterways, right? Then 1948, we also see the DTP vaccine is created, right? And that's where you get thimerosal mercury added to the shots, okay? That's where it actually is born in 1948. So what do they do? Within three years from bringing these damn Nazis into our country, you have water, you have control of waterways and you have the, the childhood vaccine schedule with mercury and aluminum, you know, uh, really brought to the forefront, born. 1950, what starts happening? Water fluoridation. And water fluoridation is a waste product of, of aluminum production. So you're getting aluminum put into the water. 1962, you get Silent Spring published and exposes the truth about pesticides. So now the public starts flipping out, right? Public starts flipping out and focusing on pesticides and and what's going on with all this you know this this chemical all these chemicals being released into the environment <laughs> a lot of the damage had already begun 1968 the adenoviral vector really began that's as far back as we can trace so far maybe they go back even further right because in 1946 i think plasmids were first discovered but by 1968 you get adenoviral vectors, which are made from plasmids, right? Or lab-generated plasmids. So it's a adenovirus that basically is carrying whatever bioweapon payload you want delivered. And why am I saying, well, a doc, I don't know what an adenoviral vector, you know, platform is. Well, adenoviral vector is a vaccine, or at least they're trying to call it a vaccine. It's genetic manipulation. It's genetic infection. Um, but uh, technology, but what it does, what the adenoviral vectors do um, is that they ultimately become Johnson and Johnson and the Johnson and Johnson shot for COVID and the AstraZeneca shot for COVID. They use adenoviral vector platforms. Well, they started that stuff in 1968. That's why when I have, when you have people coming out there and saying, well, I think that they were just really about three three decades away from being effective. Get out of here. How can you say that? You have no knowledge of what you're talking about, All right? They they were perfected. They, they had been perfecting them for 50 years. What are you talking about, right? 1968, 
Okay, that's over 50 years that they've been developing these. You don't think they know exactly what they do. They killed a young boy, Jesse Gesslinger, in 1999 and shelved the whole adenoviral vector platform. You know why they shelved it? Because they put it into the DOD so they can continue studying its use as a bioweapon. Any notion that this was like, oh, it was just a, a technology in its infancy, you're out of your mind. You're so woefully uneducated and uninformed that you'd really need to shut up. The literature is clear on these topics. They've been at this for over 50 years. This is premeditated. Let's start using the right words. And to use the right words, we have to use the right information. The right information is to do your research and understand something that is inescapable, that this is premeditated. And they've been working on this for at least 50 years, likely about 70 years, but likely all the way back to 1945 in Operation Paperclip. So then you move from 1968 to 1972 and something happens. In 1972, what do you get? Plasmids are able to be cloned now. Now they had discovered plasmids in the, I think it was 1946, and had been working on cloning them so that you could replicate them in a lab and really get into lab generation. 1972, they have the technique now to do that. Do you understand what I'm getting at, folks? This isn't new, right? This isn't new. And then by 1980, what do you get? Introduction of GMOs, right? Genetically modified organisms in our food. You get glyphosate introduced right around that time or shortly thereafter. You get new classes of pesticides and herbicides coming in. And you get a complete genetic infection of our entire food supply. Not to mention, you start to get the release of genetically modified plasmid lab, created plasmid enhanced E. coli into the biosphere as well via the water supply and, and other delivery systems that they've been doing. So what, what do we notice in the, in the 1980s? The rapid increase of E. coli infections associated with food. A lot of spinach, right? It's another E. coli outbreak, spinach, E. coli outbreak here, E. coli, E. coli, E. coli, E. coli. Why are they so worried about E. coli? They're so worried about E. coli because E. coli is their preferred bacteria of choice for genetic manipulation, genetic infection, genetic modification, whatever you want to call it, it's evil. And E. coli is their preferred bacteria of choice for everything they do in a lab. So what happens when that gets out accidentally or accidentally intentionally? It shows up as dramatic infections that they've been testing for, they've been testing how far they could go with this for 40 years from the 1980s forward, right? Just go to the CDC and look up E. coli infections, E. coli outbreaks, and just see them increasing, 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 increasing every year. That's not because of climate change. That's because they are releasing them from labs intentionally unintentionally probably a little bit of both you know one of my big my big problems i had in an interview i did with uh, one of uh, one of the folks that knows a lot about plasmids is that he said yeah we there's no safe conduct with disposal you know that you have to burn them or something like that if you create a really nasty one a nasty plasmid or a nasty weaponized bacteria you just pour it down the drain well, all drains lead to water treatment facilities and water treatment facilities ultimately are going to lead to the po general population i mean folks this is not crazy right 
So when you look at the historical timeline, you know, you start going, everything for this country went off the rails with Operation Paperclip. And I mean, everything went off the rails with Operation Paperclip. We lost our way. We were just moving into some golden times for our country. We just, we had just defeated the greatest threat to humanity, the most evil bastard in modern history, Hitler and, and his psychopaths. We had just defeated them and liberated the entire world. And we did it with courage and bravery, and then decided to bring the psychopaths that supported all of their science into our country to continue their work. What did you think was going to happen? This has got to be the dumbest idea if you are care and love about love your country and love what we're about. Well, they Alan Dulles didn't. Alan Dulles loved mind control. And you could bring the Nazis in and study mind control. So when you look at the historical timeline here, what you start getting is this has been premeditated for a long time. And what happened with COVID is the maturation of that. The maturation of the of the propagandization via the commercials and mainstream media and them able to lie. The the ability of to steal unlimited U.S. taxpayer dollars and put them into organizations where you never know really what's going on and continue the work of the greatest evil that has ever existed on this planet, you know, which is, or at least in, in our knowledge, which is the Nazis. So when we come back, we're going to get into each generation of bioweapons because we're in the third generation of bioweapons right now in the country. And I'm going to kind of prove that to you. But I'm also going to be talking to you about what you can do about it because there's it's just so many easy things to do about it. So we write back uh, with more Looking for Healing Radio and we're going to have this honest conversation. And I really, I, this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to spend more time here with everyone because it's, it, it, it's important. It's important that you understand the different generations of bioweapons because some of this stuff is likely in your home and you can kick it to the curb. And that's a win. Whenever we can, whenever we can eliminate a delivery system for a bioweapon, you have just taken another massive step forward in the win of this war. We're right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. AmericaOutloud.news was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. 
Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. All right, healers, welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. As you know, I'm your host, Dr. H, and let's get into the generations of bioweapons. So the first uh, generation of bioweapons uh, was really about 1945 to 1967. And the payloads that were delivered, the bioweapon payloads that were delivered were aluminum, uh, beta sodium fluoride, mercury via thimerosal, um, pesticides and, and other chemical compounds. Remember, this is the chemical age where everybody's just all aghast with the new, the new goo um, that they could make, you know, not caring about long-term effects of, of what these things did. And, you know, I mean, there's like the polyvinyl chloride, you know, craze where it looks like cotton candy in production and they're having human beings without any protective wear, just getting in and playing with it. And then you get to um, acute and severe bone demineralization where people under um, x-rays would actually see all of their fingers dissolving, all of their bones and their fingers dissolving. They would just have, they'd have to have the flesh amputated off um, because it just led to severe bone demineralization, right? This, this has all been documented by, um, um, I think it was CBS News 2020 something like that. I mean, this is this was when we were up in arms. This is when Americans used to be up in arms and saying, look, you companies, you can't just do whatever you want at our at our you know demise and our expense, right? But you also get in 1945, 1967, Teflon nonstick cookware. Now, again, this is a bioweapon, right? Based upon our definition of what a bioweapon is, altering DNA. Does it alter DNA in an adverse way? Yes. That's what makes it a bioweapon, but it becomes accepted. The aluminum, right, becomes accepted in the water supply and the water treatment facilities. Why? Oh, you need aluminum. You need fluoride for healthy teeth. Bullshit. No, you don't. You've never needed that for healthy teeth. That's ridiculous. There's absolutely zero, less than zero evidence that you need fluoride for healthy teeth. Fluoride actually sequesters magnesium out of the body and leads to heart um, issues and sodium fluoride and from aluminum production is going to introduce heavy metals that are going to lead to demyelination of the nerves you do not need that whatsoever that's preposterous mercury thimerosal thimerosal and damn shots can be added post-production to every shot without being labeled if you I, I promise you mercury is in every single shot what is it an advanced neurotoxin it leads to again demyelination of the nerve that's what they were going after a nerve that is constantly under assault is now more susceptible to mind control it weakens the resistance of the nerve and the resistance of the body there's over 600 miles of nerves in your body and they want to attack every single mile. Again, this is 1945 to 1967. So what you understand in this era, in this first generation era um, following World War II, is that the payload delivery systems were water treatment facilities, right? The 1948 Federal Water Pollution Act. Vaccines, 1948 starts with DTP. And then the food supply, right? Where you're getting pesticides introduced. And what did they want to start seeing? They wanted to start seeing how do we weaken the system, the human body, 
so that it becomes more susceptible to mind control. And along the way, people are going to get sick. That's okay, because we're going to, like a vampire, slow drip them so that we can sell them medications that make them sick as well. And we're going to call it medicine. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. And by the way, what happens during this era? That's right, the vilification of cannabis. Cannabis gets taken out of the U.S. pharmacopoeia, even though it had been there from the first version, the first edition. Gets taken out, gets vilified, gets made into a completely um, ridiculous, if you smoke it, you're going to let Mexicans into this country and all, all this other racist garbage you know, around it. Well, why? Because cannabis is incredibly effective at inducing the innate natural healing systems of the cell and the body. Why do you think I'm such a fan? You think I'm such a fan because I like to get just high and blah? No, I'm, I don't actually get very, I don't get stoned very often, you know? I mean, sometimes I do, but not very often. You know why? Because I'm using it medicinally and I'm using it correctly as the medicine that God intended it to be. It's one of the most potent, powerful, wide distributed um, in terms of its wide ranging, in terms of its therapeutic properties of any known botanical medicine in the world. I mean, come on. And what did they do? They vilified it, right? So we're looking at payload delivery systems, water treatment facilities. So what do we need? We need to talk about filtering the water. We need to talk about distilling water and then structuring it so we can eliminate the payload delivery system. Vaccines, it's real simple. For me, it's real simple. Not a chance. Not if, and I mean this, and I love you, Jesus, but not even if you asked me to, I wouldn't do it. Straight up. Nope. But Jesus wouldn't ask me to do that. Um, and then food, right? Going organic. So now what have you done? You've taken out sodium fluoride. You've taken out mercury. You've taken out pesticides. You've taken out, um, and then you go to the non-stick cookware. Get rid of your Teflon pots. Go back into well-seasoned cast iron. That was the original non-stick pot. It was a well-seasoned cast iron skillet where you're actually getting iron into your body when you use it. You know, you're actually getting medicine from the cookware. Um, you know, stainless steel, nickel-free stainless steel. Beautiful, right? Um, earthenware is one of the new things that have come out. The only thing that the chemical manufacturers actually ever made that was decent, that that actually had no long-term chemical impact, was uh, corningware, the 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 uh, the glass, the Pyrex, you know, that you can actually cook in that. Yeah, that, that's actually safe. That's the only thing these chemical bastards have ever made that wasn't harmful, you know, to the human being. So, you know, it's about getting your kitchen in order, right? I'm going to eat organic. I'm going to make sure I'm cooking in cast iron. I'm going to make sure I'm cooking in nickel-free stainless steel. I'm going to make sure I'm using earthenware and not using any of this Teflon fake, even the, even the new green Teflon. It's all crap, you know? No. And if you're saying no to the damn shots, then now you have eliminated the first generation of bioweapons. So that takes us to the second generation of bioweapons. And this is going to be circa... 1968 to 1999 this is where we start getting into the age of plasmids so the bioweapon delivery systems that they had there were going to be plasmids adenoviral vector uh, vaccines and you're going to see me spelling them with two x's right um i because I, I just cannot spell these things with c's anymore um cloned human fetal uh, dna 
Um, of course, in the damn shots, uh, one of the things I did do, it, I think, a good job of was showing, you know, how the CDC is publishing in their vaccine media and excipient summaries what's in the damn shots. And that should be alarming enough. I mean, there's aborted human, cloned, aborted human fetal tissue in the damn shots. Whenever you see MRC5 or WI38, that's those are aborted human fetal tissue lines. I'm not offering any aborted human fetal tissue in in with herbs or with nutrients or organic foods, but I'm a witch doctor, right? Um, you also find in there um, GMO uh, yeast and bacteria and quote unquote, what they want to call food. It's not food. Um, that's where you start getting the introduction of all this genetically modified crap. This is where you start seeing plasmids being introduced to bacteria, plasmids being introduced to yeast, where they are modifying the seed with some of these same techniques. They're modifying the seeds so that these are GMO seeds and you're growing GMO corn and all this other horrific, really Frankenstein-like foods. Why do you need to do that? Well, the promise of GMOs, right? The promise of GMOs, genetically modified foods, genetically modified organisms, was that, okay, here's our solution to lowering pesticide use. You wanted a solution. You, everybody was up in arms after Silent Spring and wanted all the pesticides, right? All the pesticides reduced. So this was their promise that by using, you know, these, these GMO seeds, you would be able to reduce pesticides. That's the exact opposite happened. Explosion of the use of, of pesticides, you know, just polluting our soils and destroying our mycorrhiza and, and being uptaken into the actual plant. No, you cannot wash off pesticides. They get embedded into the cell structure of the plant. So please stop thinking that you can go to tap water, which has bioweapons coming out of it and pollution coming out of it and use that to clean off the pesticides that are sprayed on your produce. No, those are and fed to the animals that are eating like the, the GMO corn and stuff like that, that you know, all of that you cannot get rid of. That's why you need to buy organic. You get the introduction of Monsanto's Roundup, the glyphosate herbicide. You get the neonicotinoid pesticides that are killing all of the bees. You get proton pump inhibitors um, from in terms of pharmaceuticals, you get statins in terms of pharmaceuticals, and you get the introduction now of graphene oxide. Yeah, graphene oxide that everybody's all been out of shape about, which is in the damn shots. Graphene oxide actually is introduced during the second generation between 1968 and 1999. So now, what do we start seeing, and where is the graphene oxide being administered from? The skies. What do you think? It's in the chemtrails, among other things. God doesn't build in straight lines. If you see a straight cloud, that's man-made. So you have to ask, well, what are you making that for? Trying to dim out the sun. Bill Gates is, they're telling you the truth. They're telling you everything they're doing. They want to dim out the sun. They want to create the internet of all things, the internet of bodies. They, they want you to become digitized. They want to digitize the microbiome. And they want you to be plugged into a network at all times. They want you to be a freaking cyborg when you're already something much better. That's a downgrade. That's a dramatic downgrade into a control mechanism, into a lifetime of slavery. Yeah, you know, beep that. Um, payload delivery systems now for second generation. You're talking about water treatment facilities still, right? Water is a big deal. Water is a main delivery system for these evil bastards. That's why I'm so adamant about helping everyone get in control of their water. 
uh, the vaccines, the food supply still, but now they have a new delivery system. Now they're delivering through the air. So this is 1968, 1999, when our, our skies start becoming major sources of delivering pollution. So now you have air, water, and food. You have the three things that people are going to bring into their bodies, but now there's something more. You get into the third generation of bioweapons. Third generation of bioweapons are really going to be circa 2000 to today. And these bioweapons are going to include transplice deadly venoms, some of the uh, great work that Dr. Artis found in, um, uh, in his research in, uh, 2000, uh, from 2003. Blue light emission, which you've heard me talk about, right? Where you got to turn off the blue lights because they activate CRISPR tech in plasmids, in weaponized plasmids. Uh, EMFs, listening to Dr. Group at Healing for the Ages, did a fantastic, absolutely fantastic presentation on Saturday of EMS. I think it was my favorite presentation of all the presentations that were done. Um, you know, uh, CRISPR technology, and now what they're trying to get into next generation, which is called NICER, because of course you need another stupid acronym, CRISPR and then NICER right? Everybody likes crispers. They keep your vegetables fresh. Nicer. Well, we could be nicer with our genetic, the way we try to genetically kill. You can't make this stuff up. These are psychos. These are psychopathic parasites. The N1 methylated pseudouridine, you know, that whole pitchfork, the symbol of, of pseudouridine is actually a pitchfork, right? You can't make this stuff up, right? Um, for, for the uh, mRNA or the mod RNA. The lipid nanoparticles, which have been around since the second generation, they were just studying this. Um, the SARS-CoV-2, uh, which is the next generation of the HIV, the HIV is being the, the test model of the ability to create a lab-generated um, uh, reverse transcriptable virus. That's what HIV did. They, HIV was proof of concept that they could create something in a lab and that it could reverse transcribe and be incredibly destructive to the immune system. Well, they proved that. So what do they do? They, SARS-CoV-2 is reverse transcribable as well. Great. You know, um, then you get into the CRISPR tech gene drive, you know, technology, which threatens our very existence, uh, in my professional opinion, looking at all their literature on this. And it's not, they're very open about the ability to target a species, any species they want for extinction. And then you have the self-assembling nanotechs, you know, the smart dust, the quantum dots, the hydrogels and all. I mean, folks, this is this, this, this is not science fiction. This is not something that they're working on. And maybe in 20, 30 years, it'll be ready and we'll have to worry about it then. No, this is science fact. And we need to be worried about this today. This is These are all proven concepts that they've been doing. And actually, many of these have been proven for over 20 years. So what you get now is you get a payload delivery system of water treatment facilities, food supply, air, vaccines, but now you get added light and frequency emission. And you also get what they are trying to create um, as normal in our culture, gene therapy shots. They aren't therapy. There's nothing therapeutic about a shot that modifies your DNA and can kill your cell and you. These are gene modification shots. They do not even use the term therapy very often in their literature. 
especially their literature from 10 years ago. It was all about genetic engineering. It was all about genetic modification. They are very clear about it. Just go to that Time Magazine article from January 11th, 1999. They are very clear and very obvious and very in your face about what they intend to do with the human genome. They want to splice it with reptilian DNA. I mean, they are very, very egregiously clear with that. So what that takes us to is an understanding of, well, what can I do about it, doc? You can do so much. You can get control of your air at home with MERV 13 and greater filters, air filters. You can you can get control of your air at home with ionizers and, and plants, especially plants, you know, pothos and spider plants and any broadleaf green plant. I mean, get control of your air. You can get control of your light, turning off that blue light, making sure you're wearing blue blocking right now and, and using more of the red light tones. You can get controlled frequency in your house. We're exploring Sturtz Electric right now and a few other techniques um, and, and products for totally eliminating EMFs in the home. And Dr. Group talked a lot about um, films and paints and things like that that you can do. We, we're, we're learning what we can do about that. We're going to have more recommendations in the future for sure, as I can prove it, because I got a whole bunch of EMF meters coming. As I can, because for me, I got to be able to prove to you that this stuff works, just like I proved to you with the water showing the side by side picture of tap water versus the um, structured water. And I'll, I'll put that in the show notes for everybody. It's a really cool picture. But if you, because like, if you haven't, paid for healing for the ages and gotten access to all of the presentations, you should do that. All right. And that'll be ready on the 25th, but you really need to do it. It's that important. Um, and then of course you're saying no to any shots and you're learning how to purify through three stages and structure your water and you're going organic and even maybe even better regenerative agriculture. And you've changed your, your cooking out. Now you're, what you're doing is you are knocking off all these delivery systems, right? you're cleaning the air there goes that one you're you're making sure you're taking control of frequency in your house especially your bedroom and your living room and wherever you spend a lot of time you're now eliminating that you clean your water now you're eliminating that as a delivery system you're saying no to the shots now you're eliminating that it's another major delivery system you're eating organic or even better regen ag you know moving up um and it, You've now eliminated the way they can get their bioweapons into your body in, in a huge, large percentage. We're talking in the 95 to 99 percentile. You know, I don't know if we'll ever be at 100%. I hope in my lifetime we will be, but I don't know if we'll ever be at 100% elimination because that would require us to shut everything down. But you can take control. And that's my message to you. And that's really what I wanted to get out on that slide. And so thanks for letting me spend some time with you on that. All right, folks, that's all the time we have today. May God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. On behalf of all of my healing homies, I'm Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute, uh, and just wishing you a beautiful day wherever you may be. And we'll see you again real, real soon. All right. One love, everybody. Peace. Oh, should I say aloha and adios.